listening to The Moving Project. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Moving Project. This morning, I'm with Sonia Agugu, and uh, we will be talking about Ontario. I'm very excited because uh, Sonia is based in Ontario, and I, I went to school in Ontario as well, and it's a province I love very much. Uh, growing up in the Ottawa region, and there's a, there's a nice program that is available in Ontario. So, um, but before we start about the immigration programs, so yeah, I would like to hear a little bit about the province and and what it represents in the Greater Canada. Good evening, Med Charette. So, for the audience, those who don't know, actually, Med Charette and I, we actually are have a 13 hours difference right now. So for him, it's the morning, but for me, it's the evening. But yes, uh, indeed, I am based in Ontario right now because I'm studying at the University of Ottawa. And although I grew up in the province of Quebec, I have to say that Ontario is, very, is a very unique province. One, because it's the most populated province in Canada. It has close to 14 million inhabitants right now. You also have the federal capital, Ottawa, which is in Ontario. And you have the biggest city in Canada, which is Toronto, which is called by a lot multicultural center of Canada. You have a big uh, Chinese population, Korean, Indian, Greek population as well. So it's very uh, multicultural and you have over 200 languages that are spoken in Ontario, even though the official languages are French and English. So this is basically what Ontario is. A lot of people call it the center of Canada. Yeah, and something we forgot to mention, and I think it's important when we talk about Ontario, is that Toronto being the financial center of, of Canada in a larger way. But an interesting fact um, is the fact that Toronto is now the fourth most popular city in North America. So it's a driving force in North America as well, and a driving force in finance, in technology, um, as well as growing populations. And I think that's important to mention that because that's become an attraction for new immigrants as well. Because when you immigrate to a new country, you're going to be looking for jobs, you're going to be looking for opportunities. And Ontario has a lot to offer in that sense. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I think that the fact that Toronto is such a big multicultural center, like I was reading an article a couple of days ago that uh, in Toronto, 44% of the population's first language isn't French or English. So it's very easy for immigrants in either Toronto or the metropolitan area, like the cities that are around it. It's very easy for them to integrate, get integrated in Canada and to not feel too far from home in a certain way. Yeah, and they say they say that there's about 200 languages that are spoken in, in Toronto as well. So it's a very multicultural cities and a bit of the result of our Canadian policymaking in terms of immigration attractions. Uh, Toronto is the result of it. Uh, we see immigration result across Canada. We're an immigration nation, but definitely Toronto is the beautiful result of this multicultural values that Canadians cherish so much. Absolutely. And why do you think people should choose Ontario over other provinces? I actually don't think people should choose Ontario over other provinces because I believe new immigrants should go everywhere in Canada and try to spread the, the flow of new people and the new entrepreneurs. And that's why this season is all about showing off all the opportunities that are available across Canada. But the reality remains 
people wish to establish themselves in Ontario. So Ontario have enough to offer that it has its own attractions. It's that um, very popular destination that is already a popular destination. It's more of the reverse questions of what the other provinces have to offer to new immigrants. Ontario threshold to do, and we'll talk about it in a few minutes, is higher than other provinces for that reason as well. So you need more investment, more economic impact, um, in order to be chosen by Ontario through the provincial nominee programs. So Ontario have is enough to offer. I'm not worried for people to, to be attracted by Ontario. I think that's a great way to put it. So now that we know what's great about Ontario, what are its particularities, what immigration program does the province offer for entrepreneurs? Well, there's a program called Provincial Nominee Program for Entrepreneurs in Ontario. Very rare to be used by the province, I must admit. The draws in the last few years have been minimal because they're looking for people that will have a true economic impact. So that's that's really, it's called Ontario Entrepreneur Stream. And it's for people outside Canada who wants to buy or already bought a business in Ontario and, and immigrate through this, this investment. And it's for people that will want to live in Ontario. You cannot choose this program and go live in Vancouver, for example. You would need to commit to living in the province. Perfect. And who can apply for this program? Is it anyone? Do you need, do you have certain requirements? Well, first you need 24 months of management experience. And it's important to mention that what considered as management experience will be relevant entrepreneurial experience from the country of origin. So you'll need to prove that you own your own business or that you're a senior executive that's been managing significant amount of people. And the definition is not very clear in the Ontario PNP. And that's the challenge of the Ontario PNP in terms of new applicants. So every time we have a new applicant, we try to assess the 24 months and the amplitude that is the management experience acquired. The second big requirements, and I really insist on this, this is a minimum investment. And PNP Ontario have a reputation to have tried to raise the bar higher and not staying at the minimum investment. So that's very important. They have this luxury to look for good projects out there. But the minimum in order to qualify will be to invest $600,000 in the GTE area, which is the greater Toronto area, or $200,000 investment outside the GTA, uh, which could include Ottawa, uh, which is the capital of Canada, and the city where I grew up and where I went to law school as well. And I love Ottawa for new immigrants. I think Ottawa is underlooked. And starting your business in, in Ottawa, for example, would lower the threshold and have a bigger economic impact. So for people that wants to try to use this program, I would highly recommend to consider Ottawa, uh, which can be a tech city, uh, tech hub city. Uh, Invest Ottawa does amazing work in terms of assisting the new people sitting in the city, as well as um, attracting other type of industries. Ottawa is a really good place and it's such a stable and interesting fact about Ottawa. And we talked a lot about Toronto, but an interesting fact about Ottawa. Ottawa is the most educated city in North America. So the amount of people with master degree in Ottawa is is, is very impressive. And it it's, it's a result of the big um, civil servant forces and also the amazing education systems of Canada that drags a lot of highly educated people in the capital. But um, it's, I, I thought it was an interesting fact to mention when we talk about Ottawa 
as a destination. The third requirement, which is also very important, is the net asset required. In the GTA region, people will need to show that they have at least $800,000 of net asset. And they will need to show that if they want to invest in technology, which is the case for many applicants, and we, we, we talked about the startup visa program in, in one of the episodes earlier, Ontario will be trying to attract as well their own tech entrepreneurs through this program. The bar is a bit lower. Someone that would commit to invest $400,000 will have a, a shot at the program. And finally, the other requirement is that the applicant needs to own at least one third of the business. So 33% of the shares, controlling shares, so the right, the voting right, as well as the other right that goes with a ownership in shares of companies. So you cannot have preferred shares that will give more power to someone else. So that's more or less the, the four requirements that are looked into when we're looking for applicants. I'd like to add into what you said about Ottawa. I completely agree that it's an excellent place for newcomers to come because you also have nearly half the population from Ottawa that's under the age of 35. So when you look at development and opportunities for the future, I think it's something to not overlook. So I completely agree with you. And now that we've spoken about the requirements in the program, you can either start a business or acquire one. And I know that there are different, slightly different requirements when you acquire a business. So could you talk about them a little bit? Yes, no, absolutely. One of the requirements if you acquire a business, and I, I, I really highlight this, and it's very important for people that are coming through this program or attempting to come through this program, the business needs to have been operating for 60 months. And what I mean by operating, it's not a shell company that would just be recycled. I'm talking about balance sheets, financial operation, incomes, tax record. So the company needs to have been filing their tax record every year for the last 60 months. So, so a period of five years. Um, that's a very, very important aspect. And, and the equity value of the company will be looked into based on those financial reports. So the investment requirement, the, the price that you're paying. So you cannot buy the company of your brother for $1 and, and, and try to, to go away with this program. It will need to be a significant investment. And the economic impact, which is nowhere um, in the regulations, but we know by experience that the officer will look into the economic impact. So are you saving jobs? Is the company was in a situation where you coming as a new entrepreneur uh, would save the company? Do you have experience in your own country in that industry? So those are all like the between the line qualification of a business that you want to acquire to come. And, and that doesn't minimize the fact that there's a lot of business it's what we call in France, reprenariat. So you take over businesses from um, already successful entrepreneurs in the province. And this program allows you to, to do it and, and get permanent residency in Canada. So that's important to highlight this. And one thing that we didn't mention yet, but it's very important, is that within 12 months of submitting your, what we call expression of interest, um, you will need to do a trip to Ontario. And with the COVID situation in the last few months, it's been quite of a challenge, you know, for, for people to travel to Canada because the border was closed for an amount of time that we never expected. And uh, but now it's fully reopened uh, and people will be able to travel to Canada if they're vaccinated. And soon all the WHO vaccines will be recognized and, uh, and people will be able to start doing their exploratory trip 
once again. That's very nice. And obviously, people, they come here, they want to open or acquire a business. But as we've mentioned in the past episodes and in this episode too, we have two official languages in Canada. So what's the language requirement to immigrate as an entrepreneur in Ontario? The official language is French and English, the requirement for the program. And you would need to have a, like a CLB4, uh, which is the equivalent of uh, around IELTS test five, I would say. That's normally what I recommend. So you need to be able to speak, understand it, but this podcast, be able to communicate in English. And that's a requirement for the program. So you would need to, to submit tests that prove that you have the minimum level of, of understanding of French or English. And of course, Ontario is the second province in Canada in terms of like French speaking people. So if you're from Algeria, for example, if you're from Morocco, uh, French is a language that you can go around pretty easily. Uh, historically speaking, people that were speaking French or coming from French countries would choose Quebec as a natural choice. But I think Ontario is becoming a very good choice. And you have French school all over the province, very strong French population across Ontario. Um, so it's a good destination for French-speaking people as well. And now that we, we know that the Quebec program can take a bit longer um, in terms of processing at the federal level, for historical reason that we explain in other podcasts uh, of this seasons, um, but French or English are required, but a very easy level, like it's conversational and being able to read and communicate in the language. Very interesting. So now that we know what's required to apply for the program, how do you actually apply for the program? So first, you're going to submit a declaration of interest online. And uh, this is after we discussed together at Frontier Immigrations that is sponsoring this podcast. We, we try to analyze what's the business you want to acquire or what's the business plan that you're planning to do. And we accompany people in that sense as well. Like we take a full role in this. So first there's an analysis of the file. This is really important. This is something that we do as a team and we do it with new applicant. First step, we submit online. It's called um, declaration of interest. And then you wait. If the business plan, and that involves a lot of work. There's the, the, it's important to highlight this. Uh, it's not something, it's just not the forms where we submit like, you know, a few questions, your name and your, your idea, and then you wait for the government. We need to submit what you plan to do and, and what is the, the business project. Let's call it this way, either acquisitions or creation of a new business. And, and after that, if you're chosen, and this year there was the record year in terms of choosing entrepreneurs, the province will send you a letter or send us a letter and say, okay, now we're ready to see your documents. Send us all your documents. We submit all those. At that moment, you have 90 days to do so. When this is done, and normally we would have made sure that when we do the interest online, the application of declaration of interest online, you would have qualified for those documentation. So as a team, we always make sure that the documents are available and ready uh, for jurisdictions for Bangladesh, for example, where paper trail is more difficult to obtain, uh, even Vietnam, um, Northern Africa. We try to prepare the documents while we wait for the, the invitation to apply. Once this is submitted, the province will issue a nominee certificate, say, okay, we want you, you're in, uh, please join us in Ontario. And then we submit at the federal level in order to process the permanent residency landing paper. Well, that sounds like a big process, but I guess that's what we say in French, la question qui tue, 
what are the application fees? Yeah, the government fees is pretty relatively low compared to, for example, in investor programs in, in Quebec. It, we're talking about $3,500. The real challenge for the PNP Ontario, it's the management fees in terms of like preparing the documents, preparing the business plan. Those are can be discussed case by case, the due diligence on business acquisitions. Those are higher, higher fees that are really more significant. But in terms of pure government fees, it's it's a review fees that will be $3,500. Well, I guess that's all our audience needs to know. Do you have anything to add, Mitch, on it? I want to say for Ontario, it's a very custom-made program. So very popular, underlooked by professionals like us um, for years because people were choosing more passive investment program. But we can see that provincial nominee programs are taking grounds across Canada. And I think Ontario will become more and more popular. And I think the province uh, will use it more and more in terms of creating wealth and more business opportunities for new immigrants. Um, so it's a path that I want people to, to look into more and more, especially by the popularity of Ontario. It's a great path to, to look if you qualify for what we discussed earlier today. So thank you so much, Sonia. Thank you, Metsharet. So that is all for our episode today. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us and we'll see each other for next episode. Take care.